0: Welcome to the Zwift SBS podcast. Zwift is the fitness app that turns indoor riding into a game. Explore endless roads, race riders from all over the world, and boost your fitness with monthly training plans and structured workouts. Join the world's training playground, where fun is fast. Go to Zwift.com and start your free trial. Yesterday was so close and uh, to pull it off today in the mountains that I dream of it's uh, yeah maybe it hasn't sunk in yet but when I crossed the line there was full gas crying so uh, it means a lot 8.5 kilometer to go was that a plan to attack there? no but I could see everyone was really uh, struggling at the time there was no real pace between the guys and everyone was kind of looking at each other and I felt good again so uh I thought why not? If someone joins me then, then we swap and then I, I would try and go again. But the aim was just to win today and uh, I just can't believe I've done it.
1: Aussie, ben O'Connor. Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. Welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central podcast. We had an Ozzy win in the Giro overnight. Uh, before we start and dissect all this, uh, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream, or subscribe to this website on our website, sbs.com.au/slash cycling central or loggerize with our friends at Zwift. Uh, joining me is another uh, stage winner at the Giro, it's Dave McKenzie. Hi, Dave. Um, I'm just a st- slightly older version. <laughs> <laughs> Bravissimo. Not so special anymore. Not so special no, anymore.
2: No, 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 no. <laughs> We got to move on, don't you? But (laughs) I've more Ben O'Connor. He becomes, incidentally, the 17th Australian to win a stage of The Giro, to tell you if we discount the 11 others that Robbie McEwen won. (laughs) I think special mention to Robbie in all seriousness. But he becomes the 17th Australian to win a stage on stage
1: 17. So, and wasn't it a corker? Yeah, absolutely. And, it was so good. So, so we, good. we'll have a look at uh, in our words because once again, we can't show you any footage, but we'll talk about uh, this uh, stage win. First of all, question for you because as I mentioned, you are a zero stage winner. How does Ben feel right now? Oh, a little bit pain,
2: pain in the body. No, yeah. no, he 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 would not get. A lot of sleep, I don't think. Okay. He'll maybe sleep a bit. It was a big day in the saddle, so he might have slept you, like a baby. How was yours?
1: You know, the, the next day, do you, do you wake up and realize, without the swear words, yeah. uh, <laughs> do you wake up and realize, I've done it? Well, there's, there's a couple of
2: other people that are in this story, and uh, one of them is Matt Stevens, yes. who we've had on our show, yeah. who's a retired English pro who now works for Eurosport, um, commentary and journalism. He was my roommate, Okay. and so the last thing before we went to bed was he said, you're not going to sleep, are you? He he said, can you believe what you've done? I said, yeah, yeah, and so he went off to sleep. I got about five hours. It was actually the day after. There was a man who called me at about 8 o'clock in the morning, woke me up. It was Tomo.
1: Oh, okay. It was Tomo. (laughs) He
2: woke me up. He somehow, and no mobile phones, no emails, (laughs) really. 2,000 there was, but it wasn't, wasn't like you'd you contacted someone via their email. So he found the hotel. So I found the hotel, <laughs> got patched through to my room, you know, one of those old phones. And I went, hello? And it
1: was Tomo. <laughs> pronto, pronto.
2: Yeah. And so, no, no. I mean, Ben now obviously will be, you know, inundated with 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 calls, you know, from from WA. He's a, he's a Perth boy from Subiaco. Yeah. Um, friends and family and colleagues and all sorts of stuff. So, but, I mean, let's remember, go back 24 hours, we were talking about his brilliant ride the stage before to yeah, come absolutely. second. He
1: finished second. And
2: I said he'll get a contract, not just on that ride, but he's been brilliant this Giro. Mm-hmm. He's just added another zero to the contract that awaits him. <laughs> In all seriousness, yeah. he has because he has stepped up and he's now,
1: he's now a world tour stage race winner. Yeah. That's his first win on the world tour. Yeah. So at, at his age, it's significant. Oh,
2: it's huge. It's huge. It's 24 years of age. He's, his career is ready to go. Yeah. It's ready to take off. And that's uh, no, brilliant.
1: Absolutely. Uh, let's listen from uh, Dan Fodder. He's the, one of the, the DS Director sportif of the team NTT. Uh, basically summarizes the, the stage and how they went about and how they won that stage. Then.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, it's a very big day for for the team and obviously also for Ben. He's been trying. Yesterday he was trying hard. Uh, he's been trying before in this race. Uh, yeah, we're just super happy with the result. Of course, uh, we feared that uh, the day tomorrow took uh, out some of uh, his power today.
2: Um, early in the stage, he, he didn't feel that super. But uh, yeah, then he got started and uh, <laughs> luckily for us, he had the legs in the end.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hey, <Doug. laughs> i won't give you shit for dinner <laughs> congratulations yeah. that was super happy
1: team manager yeah. happy team manager he won't give him chips at dinner he won't, give him, he won't give him chips or <laughs> he won't give him chips at dinner yeah
2: so that was the team owner yeah. doug Ryder. and just sorry just incidentally just to go back to the interview with ben o'connor that was jeff Kinney, jean jean-francois yeah. Kinney, who you know or you've met he would have been chuffed. He has been a massive supporter Absolutely. of Australian cyclists, going right back to Brad McGee, Baden Cook, myself, a lot of the Aussies that have come through. Jeff Kinney is sort of the media and international media manager for the Giro now. Yeah.
1: He would have been absolutely chuffed at have been one. So yeah, fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, in that team, we know we and we talked about the fact that it's a bit complicated at the minute uh, in terms of the sponsorship. They're not too sure what the next season looks like, uh, and also, I guess the team manager is Bjorn Ries. Mm. Uh he, he probably wants to keep as many riders as he can if they find a sponsor. But it's a difficult situation because. They need a sponsor. They need money. And some of these riders, like Ben O'Connor, they need a contract for next year. If
2: you're Ben O'Connor's manager, you would not be messing around. You'd be, you'd be jumping on it now. And business is business. And you need to be a little bit brutal. Look, it's a fantastic team. But if Ben O'Connor has a contract on the table from another team, I would be grabbing it. Because this has been a, you know, yeah, the year that it's been is unique in itself. Uh, let's hope the team continues because yeah. they're a fantastic
1: team. But as a question from Lee Uh, would Mitchelton Scott look at signing someone like Ben?
2: Well, apparent great question, but apparently they're full. We had Matt White on the show, oh, it was well during the tour, yeah, tour de France, and we asked him about any more new signings. He said, We are pretty much full. He said, there and they announced a couple of riders. I think the next day, didn't yeah, they? absolutely. But so, he said, more or less, we're done. I mean, so great, would, I think so. But but
1: maybe not just now. There's always next year. There's yeah. always the year after. Yeah. But uh, I, I reckon Mitchelton Scott or whatever the name that team will have next year is not the solution for for Ben O'Connor uh, this year. Where do you see him fit? If you look at what's uh, around, you know, wh- like, wh- look, what team could suit him? He fits. He fits in the future of NTT. Oh, yeah. He fits in the
2: future. So I really hope. That, and look, maybe in the background they know what's going on, as in maybe they've got a sponsor yeah. and it's all good. He fits there, and I think he should be part of that future as a GC rider, mm-hmm. I think, potentially, okay. um, because he's, he's dare I say, a late bloomer. He's 24 turning 25. <laughs> <Well>, Bogarcha <laughs> has won the bike rate, won the Tour de France at 21. Exactly. So he is going to develop, I think, over the
1: next three, four years, Ben O'Connor into a general classification rider. Absolutely. Um, uh, let's listen to uh, Doug Ryder. You saw him grabbing and uh, uh, telling the the DS they won't get any chips at uh, at dinner. Uh, let's listen from him.
0: Oh, I mean, I think we've just seen what your, uh, your reaction was there. But I mean, just, just tell me, how are you feeling at the moment? No, oh, it's just so ecstatic. You know, the team has worked so hard this year, you know, and ugh, it's just been a tough time. And I think now with uh, the situation that we're in, you know, this is so necessary. But the way you see the riders come together, you know, everybody talks about how they're riding for their own, own individual success. But if you look at how they're racing as a team, you know, we, you know, we're a great team with a great spirit, and I think, yeah, this, this is just a testament to all the hard work we've done. And I'm so happy for Ben because he's such a talented guy, and, and this is really good for the team.
1: Where do you think this can take you from today?
0: Look, it it always helps. Everything helps. You know, it helps our charity, it helps our mission, it helps um, it helps us continue. We're a team that needs to be in cycling. You know, we've created so much hope and opportunity for so many individuals, and I think, you know, this just this just proves that we're a great team and with great people in it. So yeah, this is it. All helps. So that was uh,
1: the the owner, Doug R- the rider from uh, from NTT. What's interesting with that team is that they're much bigger than just a racing team. There's a charity, as he mentioned. Mm. Uh, we knew we've Data it before. Kubica, quebeca uh, yeah. Kubica, what they were doing before. So they're much more than just just a cycling team. No,
2: no, they're it's a it's a fantastic story. They bring bikes to uh, they do underprivileged Africa. yeah. African kids, and I mean that is the massive sort of form of transport in Africa especially in these underprivileged sort of societies and uh, you know they, they donate so many bikes. So that is a big part of yeah. that team. Um, yeah, so and look Doug Ryder, he's a former pro. I think he was a, sort of just a few years above my era, but he, he raced. we raced in a similar era. Um, so he knows the sport. I hope I hope it continues yeah. because it's a it's a fantastic story. And remember they're still Africa's only world Tour squad. so we, we, we as a sport, Need them to continue.
1: Absolutely, and then uh, the world championship are rumored to uh, head at some point to Africa. Mm. I think Rwanda is on the yeah. is on the is on the list at some point. uh The finish line yesterday was in a special place for Italians because uh, Madonna di Campiglio is, yeah. is the last place Pantani won a stage at the Giro.
2: Yes, and uh, I was watching the Italian, listening to the Italian commentary. Again, they were talking about Pantani. Uh, Look, he's so but, loved. He's so loved. He,
1: his legend lives on. But it's interesting to to see how much we've heard about Pantani on that Giro. Yeah, is that well, always every, the case? Yeah, every I believe it always... is.
2: Yeah, I, I, look, I could be wrong, but no, they do. They celebrate him every year. You know, they really do. And yeah, he, he was he was you know the pirate. He yeah. he was this <laughs> sort of character, you know, in professional cycling, and it was sort of like. Yeah, you know, he was just that exceptional. He was so unique and mm-hmm. exceptional. And his character was another side. And, you know, tragically, then we lost him. Uh, and the sport will always celebrate him. And the Italians, you know, the Giro, as we talked about earlier, there's passionate sort of commentary that, that clashes about yeah. Pantani and tragically why they lost him. But I think ultimately they just want to all celebrate him. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: interestingly enough, we've got a nosy on the podium still. Jai Hindley is still third on the podium, and yesterday, you know, talk to us about what happened because there's so much that we can say about the behavior of Jai, Calderman you know, Nibali. There's there's a are lot you going are you on. Are buying into the prop again? <laughs> I yeah, Sounds I don't know. like you Actually, are. Let, let's let's debate about it. What's <laughs> been happening is Nibali. As uh, I, I said this yesterday, Nibali for the first time in this Giro, on his own will, went to talk to the press. You know, we talked about this, but what we didn't say is what he said. And he said that he warned uh, Kaldeman that he should worry about Hindley because the real threat is not Nibali. Take take the hands off. He's not a threat for the GC, but Kaldeman should be threatened by Hindley because he's way stronger than him. So put your head back, you know, 12 months or a bit more than 12 months. Nibali did exactly the same with Vlanda and Carapaz. Oh, so you're so, saying Nibali's a dirtbag? Well, he's trying to disrupt. <laughs> us well, isn't it? Uh, isn't what, it really well, good? what happened
2: then on the on the final climb last night? They they came to the final climb. This is the GC, guys. The breakaway was gone, was going to win. So you've got all, all the usual characters. You've got Almeida in the Mayorosa. You've got Jai, Calderman. They're all there. Yeah. Masnada was there in support of Almeida, and they. Jai jumps, he attacks. And I thought, wow, okay, here we go. Here we go. He's attacked. This is good. He gets about, I don't know, 40 metres maybe. Calderman jumps across to him. So his teammate jumps across to him. And I thought, oh, it's a bit soon. He, he's going. He's jumping too soon. I think they wanted to test the legs of Almeida. They did. But Almeida and Masnada jump back up. In the aftermath, they said, look, it wasn't hard enough. Mm-hmm. The final climb wasn't hard enough. I always felt that was going to be the case. It was the first two climbs that were hard but They were too far from home. So I don't think we can read too much into it. I think Kaldeman pulled the trigger and was too anxious to follow Jai. He should have let him get yep. 30 seconds up the road and then launched a big attack. Nevertheless, they have to, they have to hit him, hit hard. I think don't just try and ride for second, ride for the win. Sunweb, they've got to ride for the win big time.
1: Either way, Kaliman or Hindley.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And they've, we'll get into it in a moment but it's got to be tonight
1: yeah absolutely. it has to be tonight yeah. yeah so you don't think Nibali is trying to stir it a little bit left right and center and that's part of the persona that Nibali I has on that race
2: look he's old and he's wise. older and wise yeah <laughs> so i don't think that's in his persona but he, well, he did it last he's got to he's got to try every little trick he did it last year it didn't work or yeah, maybe he's again this year. I don't know. Yeah, look, I, I think nibley has got bigger problems actually to worry about. Okay. He, he needs to have a super day.
1: So maybe I'm just a journalist looking for the bins. And- yeah, you <laughs> are, but that's all right. It's
2: good. It's good fodder. It's good fodder. <laughs> hey, can I just say? Just can we just bask in Ben O'Connor's glory just a fraction more? And I want to mention Rowan Dennis because yeah. we've sort of missed Rowan a little bit. He's been in a couple of breakaways, having a he's done well. Yeah, he's as been well. had a really good crack, but he beat Pernsteiner. Bahrain McLaren. So he switched the result from the day before. Different rider, but same team. Um, DeGent was in the break. Zacharin was in the break. And there were three Malvi stars amongst others. So Ben O'Connor absolutely destroyed a quality breakaway group. That that was not just a, a victory. It was a victory in the Dolomites. And it was a victory against a quality, quality breakaway. So, yeah, I think we should just stand up and, you know... Cheers Gone? to you, Ben. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> I won't understand. What do you mean I'm standing. <laughs>
1: That's a joke. I <laughs> uh, got it. I got it. I got it. Don't worry. You'll keep. Okay. You'll keep. Okay. Anyway, uh, stage tonight. You mentioned the stage tonight. Well, there's a few rumors that I reckon they're true because they're coming from the authorities. But uh, the, the French rumor mill, yeah, people, the French rumor <laughs> I'm mill. I'm into rumors. This uh, is this
2: was after you'd eaten <laughs> half a wagon wheel of your, your um my cheese, your president <laughs> cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But no, the reality is, Briançon is the place where they should be heading on Saturday. Bottom of the climb, climb is the Col de and the Isoar. We always said on Saturday this is going to be a massive stage. This was set up to be this stage where Nibali can actually hammer it down well the French authorities because of coronavirus have already said we can't guarantee uh gathering more than six people they're not allowed so therefore the Isoa and Aniel uh d'Aniel are out because or... the Daniel at the just
2: over the top is where you cross into France absolutely so you go up the climb but you can't but you'd have to the... turn back around yeah
1: yeah and then you go down the other side up is wide as you say and the iso is only accessed via brianso so they, you can't do it you just can't technically do it so it looks like they're switching that six uh, that stage to cestriere three times around cestriere which which are so they literally going to well they're just going to go around stay in italy to yeah. get to cestriere yeah and do the climb three times yeah but so, the thing is if you are nibali you're sitting here you've you've Followed what your coach told you all the way through to here, and then they changed the last stage. Therefore, the stelvio tonight is the stage where Nibali will win or lose the Giro. Please tell me you are agreeing with me or not.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're wanting me to agree. I'm stepping up my soapbox. I don't I don't see Nibali as
2: the I don't think he can do it. I really don't think he can. And okay. I mean that's it's actually a reasonably big statement because. He's a quality bike rider, as we know, and he's done this in the past. I just don't think he's got it this year. I think it's actually Sunweb. It's Caldum and, and or Jai Hindley. Hindley's got to make up some big ground. We know that. And then the final TT to come. So, you know, I'm just not convinced. If Yeah, if there were the two mountain days, the one we just mentioned that's going to be yep. chopped in, in quarters. Um, but tonight, it has to happen halfway up the Stelvio. And I think the tactic the team Sunweb, there's two, well, there's two tactics. One, Jai does his thing for Calderman, sits on the front from the bottom and does a massive turn like he did on that first sort of mountain so, stage.
1: First, first thing first, Calderman gets dropped here or, or can't follow Jai. What, what's happened next at Sunweb? Where, where do they go? Well,
2: let, let me go to my second one first because okay. that's, <laughs> that's, I, I don't, I don't even know if that's actually realistic. Like Calderman's okay. riding well. So then the second one is, Jai attacks halfway up the Stelvio, like full proper attack. He is the bait. Almeida goes and, and whoever's left, let's say it's Masnata, because that's all yep. that was left last night. Masnada tries to ride tempo. Jai, they're saying arguably, is actually riding the strongest on the climbs. He proved it a few days ago. If he's got the legs, he will ride away. He goes down the other side. He descends like a maniac and mm-hmm. then he's got the finishing climb, uh, which isn't as long. He pulls enough time potentially to take the Mallardizer.
1: Okay. That two minutes 30 yeah. seconds.
2: Or they suspect Almeida's in trouble. And it, look, this is probably the better tactic. Halfway up, same point, instead of attacking. Well, he launches an attack, but it's more of a an effort with Kaldeman on the wheel. Okay. And they absolutely turn the screws on on Almeida because the reality is Kaldeman's a better T Tier mm-hmm. than
1: than Jai. Yeah. He'll produce a good TT and he'll hold his own on that final. But th- one. There, there's been signs from Calderman in the last couple of days where he wasn't able to f- to follow or, or punch back at what Jay was doing. It uh, was
2: Almeida or uh,
1: but, uh, and Almeida uh, was there. And then you know uh, it's pretty close. It's all pretty close
2: yeah. between those three now, in terms of climbing ability, isn't it? No, yeah. I don't think we can we can't read too much yet. And because that that what, four or five days ago when Jai and Calderman rode away from Almeida, they only picked 15 seconds in, yeah, in 17 kilometres and that
1: was four days ago. Yeah.
2: Four days is a long time in a
1: Grand Tour. So, so someone like Almeida, let's assume he's in pink tonight. Mm. Does that mean he'd be in pink in Milan?
2: Well, based on what you've said about Iswa and Yellow and being taken
1: out, I'd say he's looking pretty good. Yeah, he's looking pretty good, isn't he? It's such an interesting year this year because yeah, and that proves a point. We you know what they were saying that you never know, you never know what could happen. They can take out clients. Yeah, and and, and that- the difference is
2: too just with Almeida and and everything we're discussing about this. And we, and I go back to examples from a couple of years ago. Simon Yates lost a bit of time. He, the cracks were appearing on Simon Yates. He was invincible for two weeks, and then suddenly he lost fifteen seconds, and we went well. Hang on, there's a crack here. Almeida, there hasn't been a crack. Yeah. So he's not showing any signs of it, is Still. he? He's he's looking strong. He's looking like a leader. He's looking like a winner. So if there was a crack appearing, yep, you'd say, okay, it can absolutely happen. So it, it has to happen tonight. Yeah. They have to throw everything. Kitchen Let's have a look at the,
1: at the map. I just brought the map yep. uh, the map in. And this is this is exactly where we're talking about how important the view is in that map, because the two first climbs. Pretty much nothing should happen there. Well, you
2: know what should happen? What? Sunweb, the rest of the team, or a lot of the other riders on the team, need to be on the attack, up the road, in the break. So by the time they get to the Stelvio,
0: if, they've got, if they've
2: got a seven-minute advantage, one of those Sunweb riders, Sunweb riders <laughs> yeah. is sitting on the side of the road, I mean physically stopping, waiting for Jai Hindley and Calderman. And that they've got to have numbers. They've got to have numbers ahead of... Of these guys, there's no point sitting in the peloton collecting bins and whatever. Jai and Wilco can look after themselves to a degree. They've got to get up the road, so they've got to get some Sunweb guys yeah. up the road. And that, look,
1: look, I, again, look again, how monstrous that Stelvio oh, is. Oh, it's looking. massive. It's I want the Stelvio in the Tour de France. Shall we ring a Christian for them? Can we? It'll be Stelvio? a big
2: start. Well, you'd have to have a day in Italy. I could handle that. At, yeah. least have, at least we'd have good pasture and
1: coffee. Yeah. <laughs> or, whoops. Or, or at least I did. Would I have just been... say that out loud. Or at <laughs> least sorry. I would have been to Italy properly. You know? <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, anyway, whatever happens tonight, it's going to be a cracking stage. It uh, is. And,
2: yeah. And, and incidentally, it's the Cimacopi. Which is the highest highest road of the Jiratayu each year. It's a special okay. prize. It's the Stelvio, of course, tonight, and that is the Chimacopi. So that'll be the the um, prize. Mm,
1: so, and that's good. a
2: really it's a they have these little little um, nuggets, yeah, little <laughs> nuggets in the Giro and the Chimacopi. It's a it's a big prize to win. They also, each have year.
1: The, or they used the, use of the uh, Mayonera. For the last rider, yes. which was uh, bring a bad Look, bring <laughs> it back. Imagine the guys going. No, for they it. hated it. <laughs> oh, I can bring it back, guys would love it. It yeah. was a black jersey for the last rider, uh. and uh, everyone hated it. Anyway, there is another Grand Tour uh, happening. I think that's all we have to say for the. Yeah, video. I think so. I think we've covered. Uh, there is another Grand Tour on, and this one is actually on SBS every night. Tonight it's at uh, midnight, but we'll talk about this. Uh, La Vuelta victory by Mark Soler, uh, Movistar. They did a great. They did, it's good they choice so far. Yeah,
2: really they, good they, did. they did. They needed a victory. It's their only their second win for the year. Yes. I know it's been an interrupted season and, you know, I think even, even the biggest of teams can get away with mm-hmm. a bit of a, okay, you can't really be too hard on us in 2020. But they needed a win. It's their home race. They set it up in the crosswinds as well. Yeah. And that was whoa, Go and watch the highlights on Cycling Central because Movistar lit it up in the crosswinds. It's their home region as well, so they knew the roads better than probably any other team, and it was almost expected uh, that they were going to do that. Yeah. And then Mark Soler descended like a madman to, to like, literally, yeah, he literally, <laughs> he was did. actually quite scary descent. Yeah, he was, literally. and
1: he he went away with a win, and yeah. big win for him. And in red, we still have Primoz Roglic. Uh, he looks like a, he looks solid. It does look solid from the word go.
2: Yeah, he's look. It's a the big question with Roglic, and, and it's not so much now. It'll be in that final week. Yeah, you know, uh,
1: well, will,
2: will he back up from a? Will he get tired? Because you, from you, you a mentioned a very tour. good
1: thing at the Tour de France. If you if we go back to the all the chat we had at to the Tour de France, is it's about how much form he carried across. From the beginning of the season all the way to the Tour de France, and I mean, you can argue: yes, he lost the Tour de France on the penultimate stage, but he was still pretty in pretty good shape. Like, he he, didn't he was fourth on the stage. I, mean,
2: yeah. <laughs> I think he was he, he was third or fourth on the stage at the Tour de France. He wasn't terrible. <laughs> you can argue. You can argue. He's been the most consistent rider of the season. Actually, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I think consistently he's possibly the best. Remember, he won that. Can I say it? Liège? Best on Liège?
1: No, you can't yeah. say. That. Yeah. Well, <laughs> No, he Amps won't, he won't hit because Philippe uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't finish second. Juliana. Really finished the fifth, eight. I think, or something. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, let's listen to uh, Primoz Roglic. He's the leader of the Vuelta. Uh,
0: yeah, again, uh, at the end, nice result. Uh, was, uh, again, a hard day, nervous uh, because of the wind and a hard climb at the end. But uh, our team did, again, a uh, good job uh, with controlling uh, the whole day. And uh, then uh, they keep me on the right position uh and on the climb was a uh, really a uh, hard pace uh uh at the end yeah Soler uh went away uh, he was uh, yeah then he deserved uh, to win uh and uh yeah so far so good uh and uh we go on
1: okay uh stage two so far so good uh do you think i mean it's very early on but uh chances of him Winning the Vuelta back to back is the defending uh, champion. When was the well, last well, time I... someone went back to back? Exactly, long, long time, a long ago. time ago long, in the Vuelta. Yeah, so massive. It's it's a big call. It's a big, big call. Yeah, it's oh, it's look.
2: There's it's 18 days. Yeah. remember, so it's slightly shortened. No, he's got a big chance. He's going to, based on how he's going at the moment, he's going to time trial as good as anyone. Hopefully. There you would think, or at least the guys that are his rivals, and he'll take time. Guys like. Uh, well, he'll take time on Enrique Mass. you'd think. He'll take time on Chavez. You know, these guys that are around re- him.
1: Remember the team as well. He's got Kuss. He's got Dumoulin with him. Mm. So it's, it's a pretty solid yombo Vismat. It's not just relying on Primoz Roglic. But it's pretty solid. Yeah, early
2: days though. Yeah, early no, days. no, no, no yeah. Know, keep keep, a, lid keep <laughs> a lid on it. Keep a lid on it.
1: Esteban Chavez. Esteban Chavez is going really well.
2: Yeah, he's great. He was there once again. He He was in that same sort of group that we saw on stage one. Can cool. you believe it? First two days. Pretty much mountain stages.
1: Absolutely. Well, yeah. we had we had Soler, Roglic, Martin, Carapaz, and then mm. Esteban Chavez was there as well. Yeah, it's a pretty solid. Oh yeah, yeah. And but let's listen to Esteban Chavez after the stage.
0: We went really well, uh, like a group. We had a uh, really good information from Julian, and we knew Movistar because they from here they will attack in that downhill, and <coughs> we, we went really, really hard, but we, we were in the front, so this is pretty nice. The guys look after us pretty, pretty well, to Mikkel and to me, and in the final, was a pretty hard climb. We knew the climb, we did a recon with the Mikkel a few days ago, and we knew it's a pretty hard and tough one, but i can i can be with the best so that's a really good result i'm really happy and in the final when solar attack i i don't have the legs and also for myself i i can chase so it's is what it is but we are in really good position tomorrow will be another hard one and yeah it's a good start
1: what, what's interesting with esteban chavez is what we said yesterday he seemed to have gained Stupid what I'm going to say, but it seemed to have gained a lot of maturity in these last few races because he didn't blew himself just to try to catch that last. He just went, I can't do it. Yeah, it just and I'll go and then
2: tomorrow is another day. Choose your battles. Yeah, choose your battles, ride with composure. So we, we,
1: it's not like we've seen this all the time from Chavez. Mm. Sometimes he would just be a bit more nervous yeah, and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's maturing a bit.
2: Yeah, I oh, totally is. And, and, and it's in his words as well, isn't it? Yeah, stage. Um, so yeah, but look, it's it's tight at the top, and uh, just a couple of others that we missed in, in that front group that are there. Dan Martin is looking good. So to, and Richard Carapaz, for me, is potentially
1: yeah the the real challenger early days, but for the overall, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and what's interesting is also Kuji uh, Fiskang asking us Chris from. You know, we said we said about Chris from yesterday. Yes, he lost 11 minutes yesterday. Uh, but you know, Chris from is definitely not writing GC and he's definitely writing for Carpas. Yeah, that's what's happening, I think, with Chris. From yeah, time. yeah,
2: and that was the case from from World Goal. for Froome, I think his goal is to get 18 stages in,
1: yeah, you know, under yeah, the belt,
2: yeah, finish the year and then reboot the system. Yeah. Um, that's that's his hey, yeah. Uh, there was something else that happened on the stage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We Now, we about <laughs> – I've lost count because this is our 35th show or something for the last two months. We had a discussion a few days ago, though, and I talked about – you said about, oh, there was a cat on the course or a dog or – this is crazy. What a crazy sport. And I said, mate, you've seen nothing. I was in a race once, and it was actually Ghent Wevelgem. A pony came onto the course, <laughs> took out – eric zabel the great german sprinter <laughs> that true story true story if you don't believe me go but, to
1: youtube it's on youtube but this happened yesterday. this happened yesterday <laughs> not
2: one not two
1: there but, was like was only two on the foot of, i think there was four <laughs> four ponies on the four road ponies on the, the course Do you, know you gotta what? love our sport i know i know but i'm disappointed i want a giraffe at the you know you want a giraffe conspiracy theory
2: <laughs> aso effectively owned the welter espania Come on, have they are they are they, are they unleashed the look ponies? Look at this, look at this. How yeah. far to go? How many kilometers to
1: go? I can't remember. It? it was in
2: the last 20 or so. Look I at think. this. Look at this. Look ASA have just had them in the starting house. Open the gates as the break. I wonder went if past. they own
1: any horse racing sort of <laughs> event as well ASO,
2: Come on, Christian Prudhomme. <laughs> if you're listening, the gig is up, mate. The gig is up. The bus under the truck, the bus under the gantry. Yet yeah, we we bought that. We believe that the snow ice storm, we yeah, bought that one goodness. as well. Ponies, the gig's up. The gig's up.
1: Uh, this is what's great about this sport. You can't write it. You no, just you can't, can't. Write.
2: You can't. You can't. You can't. That, that's <laughs> hilarious. So that was that was so funny. I
1: thought of you straight away when oh. I just went,
2: "Oh yeah, oh yeah." No, I had, I had a good chuckle.
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, let's have a look at the stage tonight. Yeah. First of all, a couple of climbs. It's still third in the stage. Mountains.
2: Another. Wow. They, oh, they're tough stages because they're short. They're dynamic. I said it yesterday, and it's the same. That's that's what's happened, and because. Okay, the three stages that would have happened or meant to happen in Holland, they would have been actually crazy just because of crosswinds, et cetera. But yeah, this is no rest for the weekend yeah, yeah, in no, this world It is going to be full gas.
1: So like I mentioned, it is live tonight at midnight on SBS Viceland. And of course, you can catch up all the highlights on SBS On Demand and on SBS Cycling Central uh, and the Cycling Central podcast with us tomorrow, same time. Uh, any other news in the world of cycling? Uh, can I get you started? Yeah. Have one thing. Yeah, uh, Jumbo Visma they've decided to start a women's team. And that is an amazing news.
2: Boom. That's exactly. awesome. That is fantastic. And to be one of the big World Tour teams, that's great. That's good news. Um, Absolutely. No, well done. No, what can we say? Yeah. That, that's excellent. We,
1: we don't know the roster. It's been announced only a couple of days And ago. in a
2: time of uncertainties yeah, yeah. with sponsors, with funding budgets.
1: And you could argue they've lost the Tour de France as well. they yeah. had a lot of eggs in, in one carton yeah. for the Tour de France and they are diversifying and then it's good to see Movistar and Mitchelton Scott and, and so on there are world tour teams on the men going onto the the women's circuit this can only be good news no it is it is fantastic it was, there was news some last
2: night yeah depana for the men so the final one day world tour race it was a cracker Mathieu van der Poel of course recent winner of Flanders he was there he crashed into the ditch 10 15 kilometers to go on the finishing circuits crazy crazy race like there was a number of crashes in fact was crash. yeah it was mad it was mad classic sort of october belgian racing uh yves lamparts for de koernick he took it out actually i think they went one two and three okay in the end it was a brutal way to finish there. the season for the guys up in the north of uh north in the northern part of europe but that's it for the one-day races. So now all that remains is the Jidor and the Vuelta. Yep. And so there you go. Kirtan. Yes, yeah
1: we're we gonna do <laughs> i don't know have a sleep i'm going to sleep yeah. <laughs> first I'm, and foremost it's called, it's called hibernation yeah hibernation yeah <laughs> okay that's it for today guys uh thank you for joining us yeah it was a good one it was a good one uh this was the uh zwift cycling central podcast and before we go let me remind you a few things Vuelta tonight midnight on sbs uh let me remind you that you can uh, download stream or subscribe to this podcast on our website sbs.com.au cycling central you can of course log ride with our friends at zwift next episode two Tomorrow, same place same time until then bye for now
2: before we go a quick shout out to Zwift the fitness app that turns indoor riding into a game getting started on Zwift is easy all you need is a bike a trainer and the Zwift app and you're ready to go explore endless roads race riders from all over the world and boost your fitness with monthly training plans and structured workouts join the world's training playground where fun is fast Go to swift.com and start your free trial.